Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the Chez Toi podcast on Paris Underground Radio. I'm Emily Monaco, fungus expert and professional consumer of cheese. And I'm your resident wine expert, Caroline Connor. And we both live in France, where wine and cheese are cornerstones of almost every meal, from the day-to-day to the extraordinary. At Chez Toi, we feature recipes submitted by home cooks like you and pair them with the perfect wine and the most complimentary cheese. This week's recipe is actually two recipes sent to us by Camilla Furman. She has shared her foie gras deviled eggs and Provençal millefeuille. Hello, my name is Camilla and I am a home cook. My husband just thinks that uh, it's the greatest cooking ever. He'd rather be home than go to a restaurant, which I take as a great compliment. But I know for a fact that it's not really true. I probably know just enough to be dangerous. (laughs) But I do have some recipes that uh, because of quarantine, we've been forced to you know, do different things than we're used to. Um, A lot of us maybe bought extra food thinking the grocery stores wouldn't be able to deliver or there was going to be a shortage, which did happen. We did have a shortage of eggs, for example. So there was things that had to happen. For me, I made a brownie recipe that used one egg, for example. But then, you know, you want to kind of tweak things and put your own twist on things. So I did a lot of tweaking and twisting and making up my own additions to recipes. My biggest recipe claim, though, is making a milfoy, which means a thousand layers of Provencal vegetables. Living in France, we have wonderful produce and wonderful things to buy at the markets. And I can't really eat lasagna like I would like to every day. So I instead tried to make a vegetable lasagna. But when I was making it, of course, my tweaking presented itself with this new milfoy of Provencal vegetables. So I take uh, aubergine, uh, which is eggplant, and roasted red peppers. In the next layer, I put in um, some shredded duck, but you could do it with beef or lamb or, you know, whatever protein you wanted, really. But I really like the shredded duck. And I, you know, I season everything very well. I put in a layer of a mushroom spinach cream sauce and then layer it with uh, some grilled zucchini 
and uh, some tomato slices or chopped tomatoes and then top it again with another round of eggplant. When I serve it, I serve it with a ratatouille and a puree of celery root and it's really just delicious topped with uh, parmesan cheese and a beautiful basil top so that's kind of my signature dish it's uh, something I made up for a dinner party that I did and I also served a deviled egg um, in France the foie gras is a real specialty and it's a really special thing to serve especially around the holidays but I didn't want to serve just any foie gras so I took the foie gras and I blended it with the egg yolk and made a yolky foie gras that I piped into the egg half and then I topped it with those little pearls that you can buy those gastronomic pearls of flavors and I used the raspberry flavor oh my gosh they were absolutely delicious and a huge hit everyone really uh, liked it and I've never seen anyone else do it so and um, I'm gonna claim this as another one of my made-up recipes <laughs> I love cooking and I love playing the chopped kitchen in my own kitchen and just looking what's in the refrigerator and putting something new together. Anyways, I hope everyone else enjoys uh, their kitchen experiences and has things to share as well. So thank you so much, Camilla, for those recipes. I think they're super interesting and particularly interesting in their contrast. So we have these foie gras deviled eggs that are really rich and decadent with those raspberry flavor pearls that are going to add a touch of acidity and sort of lightness and fruitiness. And then you have the Provencal Millefeuille with this interesting blend of like the sweetness and the acidity from the tomatoes and the other vegetables. But then you do still have that richness from the duck and this mushroom spinach cream sauce. Yum. Right? So, I mean, it's like, it's like you're bringing a restaurant home, which is, you know, what we were all forced to do during lockdown. Or if you were me, just like eating a phenomenal amount of macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. I saw uh, that shit. For right? America. God, that neon orange flavor powder is like crack. So, it's so good. So good. So good. Camilla's recipes are super balanced in and of themselves, and there's balance between them. But I'm thinking it'd be super easy to push that balance off kilter if we went with a cheese that was like too rich or too domineering mm -hmm. or too assertive. And when I think about these Provencal vegetables, and especially when they're at the peak and the height of their season, it sort of makes me think of like a fresh cheese because that's what you find in Provence, tons of lovely little local goat cheeses. And I'm thinking that's kind of the best way to punctuate the end of this meal that was defined by like so many flavors and textures and, and a fair amount of richness as well. And so I was thinking specifically of something called a brossotin. So it's this like oblong oval cheese that's one of the rare sheep's milk cheeses that's made in the Loire Valley which is kind of one of the hearts of goat cheeses in France, along with Provence, which is, of course, where the millefeuille is going to be getting its inspiration from. So the brossotin does have a similar texture to some of the goat cheeses that you might be familiar with. It's kind of dense. It's creamy. It's almost like fudgy in the middle. And then it has this like natural rind all around it with a little bit of funk, a little more assertiveness, a little more of those like fresh milk, hay, aromas, barnyardy kind of aromas that you might associate with like a really good sheep's milk cheese. 
And so like most fresh cheeses, it is a seasonal cheese. So it's only in season in the spring and summer months. And what I particularly like about it is, especially for this pairing, is that aside from like the lightness and the freshness and the balance of richness and acidity that you're going to get with the cheese in contrast with the other elements of the meal, is that the cheese itself actually has a bit of time. Um, like it has a, a sprig of time on top of it. It has like time kind of going through the cheese and you get sort of an echo of the time that's in Camila's so it's kind of like a little added bonus of drawing cohesion through through the meal itself. So that's kind of my my cheese pick for this this series of dishes that Camilla has sent us. Well, that sounds good. That kind of throws my wine pairing for a loop, but I think oh, no. we can make it work. <laughs> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Is Paris the most romantic city in the world? It is, but there's much more to its romantic allure than the Eiffel Tower. The Romancing in Paris podcast aims to reveal the true romantic essence of the city. Secret gardens, hidden historic sites, and terribly seductive bars. Join romantic expert and writer Lily Heisey as we discover the city's best romantic spots, ideal for both curious couples and lovers of Paris alike. Ready to experience the real romantic Paris? Tune in to the Romancing in Paris podcast every Wednesday on Paris Underground Radio. Visit parisundergroundradio.com slash romancinginparis to listen and subscribe. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, back to Chez Toi. Well, I was thinking, you know, I was looking at duck, I was looking at foie gras, and that takes me to Bordeaux, because they love duck and foie gras in Bordeaux, and a lot of the duck and the foie actually comes from southwest France, it comes from Daldone, it comes from from further south, from Gascony, and so I figured a nice red Bordeaux would be really nice, especially if this is kind of a fancy meal. Right. You, kinda, you can't go wrong with, with a nice little centimillion, maybe, a little uh, right bank. Right bank Bordeaux, but I think that would probably be okay with your cheese too. I think so too. I think contrary to what a lot of us think in America, and honestly, let's be quite frank here, even if you're in France and you're not like a superfood nerd, a lot of the time people are going to erroneously pair like a really lovely but tannin heavy wine like like a Bordeaux with cheese because they're eating cheese at the end of the meal and they've already had this beautiful Bordeaux through their meal. They've eaten it with their food and it's still open. It's still on the table. And so they keep drinking it with their cheese. But the problem is that the tannins in red wine can sort of fight with the proteins in cheese. And it makes, it brings that they bring, it's like a bad relationship. They bring out the worst in each other. Yeah. I think there's a lot of times when people are drinking red wine with cheese that isn't, isn't the best. I mean, I think in this case, if it were, if it were goat cheese, I would definitely steer away from red. I think because it's a sheep's cheese and it's not, 
fully fresh is it does it age a little bit it ages a little bit like it's a bit entre deux like between the two as we would say in 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 France it's gonna still have that creaminess to it but I think that you might be okay I think that sheep's milk tends to have um it does have this kind of hay quality about it and it also is very high it's it's a little higher in fat than goat cheese so I think I think it could survive the yeah. tannins. I think it well, would be okay. You know, not all Bordeaux is super tannic either. That's There's true. a lot of quality levels in Bordeaux. The more expensive ones are going to be. You know, if I'm on the right bank, so Bordeaux, we have left bank, right bank is broad strokes. Left bank is going to be cab dominated. Right bank is Merlot. And so those do tend to be a little softer. They tend to have slightly fewer ch- tannins. They're a little more voluptuous and juicy, which I really like. But, you know, we don't have to go for a 100 euro bottle that's going to be really, really rich and tannic. We can go for a 15 euro bottle or even a seven euro bottle that is going to be a little lighter and, and easier to drink. Yeah. And the other option always is I I love if I'm having like a really, even if I'm sticking with a really tanniny Bordeaux with my meal, if I'm then going to move on to cheese, you can always open another bottle. You can pour yourself yeah. a glass of something else. If you're really feeling like like your wine is fighting with your cheese, like yeah. you don't have well, to make white them Bordeaux, to fight with each other. You know, oh, yeah. white Bordeaux could be really good too because foie gras, the, the classic pairing is Sauternes, which is also from Bordeaux. That's a sweet wine, um, which would be great with, with the deviled eggs. But I think you could just go for white Bordeaux. White Bordeaux comes from generally, um, a lot of it comes from Entre de Mer, which is neither the right bank nor the left bank, but in between the two. And that's where most of it comes from. And it is a combination of Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon. And it, they really are wonderful. A lot of them are, are uh, oaked, which is delightful. And they're not very expensive because they're not that cool right now. So you can get really great white Bordeaux for like 20 bucks, 20 euros. And it's it's awesome. I think that would be really good with this. And that would be really good with the cheese too, because it's grassy, it's fruity. It has a lot going on. Um, it has a little bit of creaminess from oak and maybe a little bit of kind of caramelly flavors, which would be really good with the foie gras and and the richness there. So, you know, just go for a Bordeaux party. Yeah, Bordeaux party. I mean, if you did have a white Bordeaux or a red Bordeaux with your main and then you did want to go to Sauterne for dessert, Mm -hmm. then I would say you can go with something even more like this. The Brosotin is is delicious, but it's still fairly mild. But Mm -hmm. what's awesome with a Sauterne, like if you want to see something crazy, like I remember once I went to a vineyard, and I know a lot of them do this, where they like give you a glass of port and they're like, drink your port, now have a bite of chocolate and then drink your port again. And like your mouth changes and you're like, what's happening in my mouth? And if you want to see that happen with cheese and wine, like Sauterne and a really amazing blue cheese, like a Roquefort, is is wild to see how those two play together because the Roquefort is like a sheep's milk blue, super funky, super salty, super assertive. And then the Sauterne has that like, honey sweetness to it and they like those two bring out that's a good couple they bring out the best of each other that does sound amazing god i love cheese i love wine and (laughs) cheese i love roquefort actually i think roquefort is my favorite cheese in the whole wide world i think roquefort might be my i'm i have to say i'm having i'm having a current love affair with a blue from from your region which is the blue du vercor i i am just yeah it's pretty random i can't get over it it's so so good it's different it's I, like chewy because it's it's got a cooked paste, right? Yeah, it's like semi pressed. It's yeah, it's it's pressed, chewy. I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like um, chewy blue, which is weird. It's like if you imagine a baby bell that got left out in the sun that was also a blue cheese. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that description, but it but is it's good. accurate. <laughs> it is good. Uh, well, thank you, Camilla, for uh, for those recipes and. 
I want to know where you're buying your raspberry flavor pearls. Because that seems like a a thing that's tough to find. But I mean, I bet it lends a nice little pop of acidity and sweetness to the dish. So it's kind of cool. I wonder if you could do a little sprinkle of like freeze-dried fruit on top. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. That could work. Yeah. That could work. Or if you were feeling really like you could pull a raspberry apart into its individual pieces. (laughs) With tweezers. With tweezers, exactly. Because tweezers. During lockdown, that would have been a thing you could do. Yep. We're all too busy for that now. But we didn't yep. used to be busy. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank um, you. And feel free to send us your most gastronomically inspired, your haute cuisine recipes. But also, yes. do not be ashamed of sending us a recipe for something like a bowl of macaroni and cheese because we are oh, here for that. I want a pair of mac and cheese. Please, someone, send us mac and cheese. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. See you soon. See you soon. Cheers. A big thank you to Camilla Furman for today's recipes. To learn more about the recipe featured today and to see photos of the meal, please go to parisundergroundradio.com. To have your recipe featured in an upcoming episode of Chez Toi, please email us at parisundergroundradio at gmail.com. You can find me, Emily Monaco, at emily underscore in underscore France on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me, Caroline Connor, at Wine Dine Caroline on all the things. This episode was produced by Paris Underground Radio. The music is A Night Alone by Track Tribe. For more about the Chez Toi podcast and podcasts like it, please go to parisundergroundradio.com. Thanks for listening and bon appetit. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.